being white is inevitably racist. Couple uses guns to defend against the woke BLM mob. Trump rams up on monument destruction penalties. And Bubba Wallace doubles down on noose car. All of that and more on the very first episode of The Johnny Ray Show. Welcome, everyone, to the very first episode of the Johnny Ray Show. For decades now, people have been screaming that the skin that they were born with does not force them to be categorized as stereotypes. But in 2020, those same people are saying simply, being white makes you a racist. We'll get to that in a few minutes, but first... Today, podcasts are all the rage. Everyone wants a voice, and now Anchor has given you that voice. Anchor is the easiest way to podcast, whether it's political or fun, about parenting, or just your day-to-day routine. Anchor is the free, easy way to get heard. Anchor allows you to create, edit, and publish your podcast right from your smartphone or your computer. Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so you don't have to. It's everything you need to create a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. Now, if you had told me five or even ten years ago that white, being white would make you racist simply based off the fact that you're white, I would have probably called you the biggest moron in the history of morons. But in 2020, that's exactly what it is. Being white makes you racist without any other characteristics or traits of being racist. It's it's crazy to me to think that as far as we've gone humanitarian-wise and, and as a as a a human race since the days of slavery, for instance, that it would come full circle to the opposite that you can't you can't say that anybody else is racist i mean it's crazy to me people today are are literally telling other people i've been told this that African Americans or blacks can't be racist. Latinos and 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 Asians can't be racist. When are we all going to understand that racism doesn't have a color set standard? I mean, I I've been told by black people that they were they were going to um, sexually assault my eight year old child simply because she's white. If that's not racist, then I don't know what is. I've been told the wrong definition of racist my whole life then. Because racism knows no color. I mean, that's a fact. Racism doesn't have a set color standard. Another story that is gaining a lot of attention is uh, out of St. Louis. Uh, apparently, uh, Daniel Shalar, who is uh, some sort of local... Uh, reporter videotape um, a couple 
in a St. Louis neighborhood that uh, pulled guns to to what I can only assume to try and protect their property and their home on protesters. Some 300 protesters apparently were marching uh, to Mayor Lita Krusen, um the mayor of St. Louis there, who had apparently, uh, I guess, she had uh, released the names and, for lack of a better term, doxed uh, people who had sent letters to her about defunding the uh, police department there in St. Louis. And she later did go on to apologize and say that uh, it was never her intention for anybody to get harmed, but uh, a little too little too late, I guess. Um, so I, I kind of did a little bit of research because I didn't really pay too much attention to it until uh, the meme started blowing up dubbing this couple uh, Ken and Karen, uh, which is a play on for the uh, Karen, uh, you know, middle-aged woman that uh, dislikes everybody and always asks for the manager, you know. And I uh, looked into it, and of course I read a couple of different articles, and a lot of it was basically, from what I gathered, just uh, these people busted through the gate of this local community and were traipsing through the, the front lawns and the, and the porch areas of, of homes. And this couple um, came out and, and decided that they were going to be armed, which is their Second Amendment right. I mean, that's uh, one of the greatest amendments in the Constitution is the, the right to bear arms. And in St. Louis, it is uh, completely legal from what I've understood and what I've seen to do so. Um, CNN and, of course, a lot of the leftist media have uh, portrayed these people as just vigilante crazies uh, pointing guns at everybody and, and threatening to, to kill innocent protesters walking by, which... On the surface, you could see that that's kind of what it looks like. But if you actually look into it, you kind of see that that's not at all what it is. And the leftists just like to push the narrative of, of people that own guns are bad. Guns bad. People own guns bad, you know? Here's what State Representative Rasheen Aldridge had to say about it. I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen that even since Ferguson. Even the other pro many protests we didn't have. Um, so them come outside with an AK and a small gun, I was shocked because the thing is, you don't know if they accidentally or on purposely, I mean, they purposely came outside. They could have stayed inside, would have shot one of the people that in the streets. And you know, that's an, another life. Now, do I agree that these two individuals probably shouldn't have came out aiming the guns around? Uh, I watched the video uh, several times, and the guy, not so much. Uh, the woman, his wife, uh, could have probably had a little more discipline with the firearm. Uh, from what I gathered, it didn't look like they were, uh, that the crowd of protesters were, were too violent. But at the same time, you can't say that they shouldn't have came out to defend themselves if they, in fact, felt that their their property or their home or their lives were somewhat in danger. Uh, I will tell you, I don't live in a gated community at all. I live in a rural area, so I don't have much to, 
to worry about when it comes to this type of situation. But I will say, if I had been outside with my family and I saw even 10 protesters bust down the the gate to my area, to my property, I would have done the same thing. I would have made sure that I was armed and made sure that I protected my property and my family, let alone two or three hundred protesters. And I don't know if anybody else has noticed, but over the last several weeks, peaceful, quote-unquote, protests have tended to turn violent very quickly. And in today's society, in today's current climate of of hate, I would suggest being prepared is probably better than not. Um, I, I would do the same thing. Would I have my finger all over the trigger pointed at everybody and their dog? No, probably not. But I can't say 100% because I am not in that situation. I have not been put in that situation, so I don't know what I would do, and neither does anybody else other than the people that were involved, and that is the man and woman. So, before you jump to rushing to judge, you should probably take a step back, look at it, and think, I don't know what I would do, so maybe I should just not say anything. But that's just my opinion on it. I believe that the Second Amendment is the greatest amendment that they could ever have added to the Constitution of the United States of America. I have several guns in my home. I, my wife knows how to shoot guns. My daughter very soon will be shown how to shoot firearms the proper way, how to care for firearms, because that's what I believe. I am uh, extremely proud of the Second Amendment, more so than any other amendment, I think, because... I think any of the other amendments, while yes, they're great, are amendments that we, we can change around a little bit. We can, we can have a little bit here and there. The Second Amendment, I believe, is, is rock solid. I believe that every person should, in fact, own a gun. I believe every, every person that's allowed to legally, I don't want to say any person, um, but I believe that you should be allowed to own and use your gun if necessary. I don't believe that we should be uh, trying to traipse all over that by using stories like this and events like this to take away those rights of law-abiding citizens just trying to protect their property and their family from these people who have shown in the past, in the recent past, in, in like the last couple of weeks, they have shown that they can turn violent very quickly. Just take a look at the, the protests for George Floyd, for, for Rayshard Brooks, the, the protests of tearing down statues and monuments, which, in my opinion, is the most ignorant thing I could ever think of. It is my thought process that while I don't agree with everything that happened in history, I'll say it a hundred times, I'll say it a thousand times, I'll say it every day for the next 10,000 years. 
slavery was bad. It was horrible. It was deplorable. It was not something that anybody should ever do. But that was 150 to 200 years ago. It's time to get past that, move on. We've corrected that problem. We freed the, the slaves. The slaves are, nobody is slaved. Nobody in this generation or five generations previous have been enslaved in America. So we need to move past that and stop using that as a, uh, a crutch to vandalize and destroy things now. And speaking of the statues and monuments being torn down, Donald Trump has gotten himself into some hot water, go figure, as usual, for tweeting that people who destroy monument statues and federal property should be penalized. Let that sink in. He said... I have authorized the federal government to arrest anyone who vandalizes or destroys monuments, statues, or other such federal property in the U.S. with up to 10 years in prison. And people are saying this is wrong. And it's not just the left. It's not just the, the crazy far left. It's some conservatives are even saying that he's gone too far with penalizing people for committing crimes. I mean, it's ridiculous to think in this day and age that people actually believe that they should be able to commit crimes without punishment, without any kind of repercussions. And they've been doing it for, for some time now. And we, as Americans, have let them get away with it. We've let them slide. And they've taken it, and they've ran 150 degrees the opposite direction. And I agree, we should penalize people for committing crimes. If I go out, and I walk out my house, and I just beat up my next-door neighbor for no reason, I'm going to be punished, because that is a crime. And these people are not getting punished. They're being rewarded on the left. They they are being bailed out of jail. They are actually condoning it. They're celebrating it. And it's getting quite ridiculous. So, to, in the ultimate form of, of troll from President Trump, because that's what he does best, he, he then doubled down. And he tweeted the flyers of people who are um, have not been identified during the Andrew Jackson statue trying to be tore down. And I think it's great. I think a lot of conservatives have said, oh, that's not that you know that's not the way that he should be doing it as the President of the United States. I think it's fantastic. I do. I think it's great. I think he needs to put their faces out there. He needs to show them that he is not going to take it anymore. That we as a country shouldn't take this any longer. Uh, we've arrested numerous people, as you know, for what took place outside of Washington. In addition, the FBI is uh, investigating hundreds of people throughout the country for what they've done to 
monuments, statues, and even buildings. So we have very strong laws already on the books. I mean, we have a law that's 10 years. It's 10 years. That's a long time to have fun one night. I think many of the people that are knocking down these statues don't even have any idea what the statue is, what it means, who it is. When they knock down Grant, when they want to knock down Grant, but when they look at certain — now they're looking at Jesus Christ. They're looking at George Washington. They're looking at Abraham Lincoln, Thomas Jefferson. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Not as long as I'm here. As far as Democrats are concerned, I think they could care less whether or not it happens. And uh, I think the American people get it. So we're going to have a very strong executive order, and it'll happen uh, very quickly before the end of the week. And if you look at the last few months, with all these statues being taken down and, and tore down and vandalized, that it's clear, clear as day, that they have moved away from tearing down statues involving racism or racist or people that they find racist, which is, in 2020, anybody who's alive. Um, they have they've went from... It, it sparked with Robert E. Lee, the, the Confederate general, um, and, and it just... It, it snowballed through Confederate soldier Lawrence Sullivan Ross in College Station, Texas. Then it went to the first mayor of Dearborn, Michigan, Orville Hubbard, who they claim was racist. That's that's why they tore his statue down, because they simply claimed he's racist. Uh, I have yet to see any uh, proof on that, but in, in 2020, you don't need proof, you just need feelings. Um, and then it steamrolled right into George Washington, Abe Lincoln, uh, who, for the life of me, I can't figure out how they figure he's racist. He's the president responsible for the Emancipation Proclamation. So for for them to say he's racist, if he's racist, then everybody is racist. It doesn't matter who you are, you're racist. Uh, it's now went on to Ulysses S. Grant and Francis Scott Key. Uh, Grant was the the general who defeated the Confederacy to free slaves. He's the general that went into battle to free slaves. And Francis Scott Key wrote the Star Spangled Banner, which is the 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 basis of our freedoms in music i don't i i just i i'm so at a loss with how it went from racism to everybody it is now proven that it is not about racism it's not about black lives matter it's not about uh righting the wrongs of 200 years ago which we already have. Spoiler alert, we already have. It is now went to as far as Jesus. That's right. Jesus was racist, and according to, to Sean King, who is the whitest black man known to man, he is advocating for all Jesus statues and monuments and anything related to Jesus be tore down and stricken from history because he doesn't believe 
in Jesus. And it, it's quite funny to me, the, the hypocrisy of the left. And a lot of times we point out the hypocrisy to the left and people say, oh yeah, you're right. And then they go on about their day. We need to stop that. We need to point it out. We need to keep pointing it out. And we need to show how stupid they truly are. Because Sean King went on record as of a couple of days ago saying that Jesus was racist, Jesus should be stricken from history, statues and monuments and anything having to do with Jesus should be tore down, burned, spray-painted, and stricken from the record books. But five days earlier, he was on Twitter asking for prayers from his followers for his sick mother who was in the hospital. Let that sink in. He wants prayers, but doesn't like Jesus. Who are we praying to then? If we are praying for your mother, who are we praying to? Please, tell me. Are we praying to the wind gods? Are we, are we praying to the, to the hospital gods? To the sick gods? I don't know. Because you people on the left keep moving the goalposts. You, you can't just accept that history is history and, and leave it as history. This is your problem on the left. You, you need to understand that history is there for us to learn. How will we ever stop history from repeating itself if we do not teach it? And, and the people on the left do not want to teach history. They want to teach their versions. There is only one version of history. And if you don't know it, then you need to get some sort of education on it. I think everybody should know history. I think that's one of the major downfalls of society today. Is that we are not teaching our children about our past so that they know what not to do in the future. That, that is the major downfall in 2020. And, and they're proving it all over the place. Because 90% of the people that are out here yelling and screaming about how history is bad. And racism is bad. And everybody's racist. And slavery was bad. Doesn't even know history. I, I I argue this point all the time. Everybody says, like, the Confederate flag. The Confederate flag, it supports racism. It supports, it supports hatred of black people. That's not what it supports. The Confederate flag that you see flying, that, that people have flying outside their houses, that people wave proudly from the south, the north, west, and east, all as a group, that was a battle flag. That wasn't the confederacy's national flag that's what people don't realize that was a battle flag that they used when going into battle when fighting the union the the civil war isn't even about majority what people say it is everybody runs around acting like the civil war was just because the south the crazy white people wanted slaves that's not that was a fraction like 0.1% of the reason. It, it had as much to do with 
with wanting slaves as World War II had to do with with wanting to take over Europe. Spoiler alert. World War II had nothing to do with us taking over Europe. So, my point in that is, is you need to do research. You need to read, educate yourself, because that is the downfall of society today in 2020. That is the downfall. People not being educated. If you are not constantly educating yourself, you need to remove yourself from any debates pertaining to anything in 2020. Okay. In a little more comical news, we look at Bubba Wallace as he doubles down on the noose in the garage story that um, ran roughshod over the interwebs uh, over the last week or so. Um, He has now doubled down in an interview saying that he just wants to move past this. He knows how it's going to end. And to me, it's quite funny. If we as a nation are so racist and so uh, systematically racist towards black people or even people of color in general, uh, why do we have to make up racial crimes? Why, Why do we have to force these these acts of racial injustices by making them up if we are such a a nation of racism and hate wouldn't it just happen naturally wouldn't that just always be going on i mean it it just it befuddles me that people have to make up race crimes to get people's attention. It started um, a few years back with the Jesse Smollett incident where he, you know, supposedly was attacked by two giant Nigerian white guys um, with MAGA hats who, who accosted him in the middle of a polar vortex in the middle of Chicago, probably the most democratic, liberal, leftist city in America, and shouted, this is MAGA country, while stringing him up by a noose and dumping bleach on him. Um, Come to find out that was all a lie. Shocker. Um, And now it's, it's just bled over into this. Now, now Bubba Wallace finds a noose hanging in his garage, and it was above his car, but then it was on the door, and... It's just, it's crazy to think that if if we are so racist as a country, the United States is so racist, why make up race hate crimes? Why, wouldn't they just happen all the time? Um, I said it when the, the story first happened, that we should probably um, look into the more deeper facts, because again, every time a noose is involved... Probably, probably not exactly accurate. Um, his mother did a interview with NASCAR um, last uh, Monday, and she said that she wanted to detail past instances of racism that her son had faced 
Um, she was quoted as saying that he was called the N-word and told he doesn't belong. Um, yeah, uh, probably happens more often than you think, but not just to black people. Um, I can remember a time like, I don't know, five minutes ago when anybody who was white got into hip-hop music that they were told they didn't belong. Um, I can look up all kinds of past interviews with white hip-hop artists, Eminem mainly, uh, who was assaulted, told he didn't belong, called all kinds of racial slurs, and I don't ever remember him jumping up and screaming racism. Um, Of course, now he's on the woke left, so... You know, whatever happened to him was just as bad, only, you know, not talked about because he's white. Um, so, I think that you should probably look at the the more uh, logical reasoning that this hoax was brought about. Um, and it had nothing to do with racism. It didn't have anything to do with him being half black or anything to that effect, I think it had to do, and I'll go out on a limb, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I think looking at all the facts of how it happened and how it played out, I think it probably had more to do with his lack of ability as a race car driver, and, and, and I mean, I'm looking at his stats here, he, in his entire career, he's been racing for NASCAR since 2017, um, it looks like he didn't, he didn't really do much of anything in 2017. Uh, 2018, he had one top five and three top tens. Um, not that great of stats. 2019, he had one top five and one top ten. Even worse stats. This year, so far, he's got two top tens. Um, he finished yesterday's race at Poconos in the 20th position. So I think it probably has more so to do with his lack of ability as a race car driver than the fact of being held down by um, racist white NASCAR. Um, I think that you should definitely attribute his performance on the racetrack more so than something that is more of a ghost of a ghost. So... That's my thoughts on that. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But that's the logical reasoning that I see as a person from the outside looking in. I personally don't really watch NASCAR, haven't watched NASCAR in probably 10 years. Um, I stopped watching it about the time that they changed it all up and made it where you had heats and races within races and you got half the season where everybody races the second half only like 10 people race it's kind of stupid to me i i like the old school the dale earnhardt era um so i haven't watched it personally in quite some time i didn't even know who this guy was until he came out and said that he didn't like the fact that they had confederate flags um that's when i paid attention
and that's about all the time that I have uh, today for this episode. Um, being the first episode, it was uh, it's a little sketchy, I know. Um, I'm definitely going to be working uh, the ins and outs of it, uh, getting the kinks out. Hopefully you enjoyed listening to what I had to say, listening to a little bit of news, getting a little update. Um, if you like this, um, feel free to subscribe, uh, like it, share it, um, spread the word. And right now I'm looking at doing it a couple of times a week. Um, but if I can get a following, get some people uh, listening, some active people that like listening to it, I'll be more apt to do it more more often, maybe uh, daily or at least every other day. Um, I'll put all my social media links in the descriptions as, as available. Uh, feel free to message me on any future topics you'd like me to discuss. Um, I will also have call-ins available um, as time goes on, um, allowing you to, to call and listen and and discuss some things. I appreciate you taking the time to listen. This has been the Johnny Ray Show, and you guys have a great day.